This is a health warning from doctor-approved medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, for over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating live from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 plus years now, often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio. Yes, the man was correcting that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. This is your show, Boxing and MMA is what we talk about. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or... The no commitment, guilt-free text line. You can text us here in the studio. So text number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, guess what? The heavyweight ha, slugfest they had last night reminded me of two guys that were drunk at a hockey game. I'm not talking about hockey players. I'm talking about two guys in the stands. Talk about Karnaki and Ariola. Come on, give me a break, folks. This is not boxing. They shouldn't have put that on Showtime last night. Showtime should be arrested for producing that fight and putting it on TV. I don't care if Chris Ariola got himself in the greatest shape in the world. He's still a fat old dude. And the other guy, I don't even want to go into that one. Bottom line is, two has-beens, two never-was. They said it was a slugfest. If that's a slugfest, folks, go back and look at Ali Frazier 1, Ali Frazier 2. Oh, wait, wait, I'll bring you back to maybe modern time. How about David Tua and Ike Bayabuchi? I mean, those are great, great heavyweight fights. Konaki and Ariola? Are you on drugs? Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Johnny Sig in the house, Larry Merchant in the house, and of course, Ali and, and, and guess who? Johnny Tapio stopped by as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World, baby, on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, of course, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. This is Ring Talk.
The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that two-thirds of all men, they start losing their hair by the age of 35? And if you notice, you might think, "Uh uh-oh, it's too late. It's gone. Go to 4 One-stop shop for hair loss, also skin care, sexual awareness. It's all for men. It's science, so you don't have to be bald. They connect you with real doctors, medical solutions. It treats hair loss. Go to 4 All the products are shipped directly to your door and order now. Now, my listeners of the Video Game Review, they get a free trial of Hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. So here's what you do. 4 that's right, for him, now Hymns. 4 slash VGR. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash V-G-R. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible account. and start an Audible membership and save like two-thirds on your first three months, right? 30 bucks off is like getting three months for the price of one. Check it out. Offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. $4.95 a month for the first three months. That's only $14.95 a month straight up. Pretty good deal, no doubt about that. The offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website. WBOboxing.com. This WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Time to take it to Vegas, baby, and bring in Johnny Cinderella, of course, the ace, the undefeated lad that he is down there in the desert. Straight up. How are you this morning, Mr. Signorella? Hey, I'm doing great, Pedro. How about yourself, my brother? I'm doing okay, but if I was a boxing fan and I tuned in last night expecting to see two competitive heavyweights, two guys with skill, I was sorely disappointed. The battle of dad bods and man boobies. Man, that was sloppy. But they did somehow combine for over 2,000 punches, which I believe that's thrown, which I believe be, I got Biabucci versus David Tua's record. However, I Biabucci and David Tua are much more 
composed fight. I called that fight. Larry Merch and I both called that fight. I called that fight on the international feed all by myself. And uh, Merchant, of course, called it with Lampley, and I forget who else was with him. Bottom line is Sacramento, California. Those guys, that was a real heavyweight fight. Listen, I don't think you could call those punches last night with that Kowanaki was throwing because his arms were bent. And I'm not trying to knock girls or anything like that, but he looked like a girl. He looked like he was a girl throwing punches and never, never learned how to box. I agree there. They're more like push punches, as we call them, not much force. He did land one on Areola in the first round. That was nice. After that, maybe a couple here and there. Chris Areola definitely lost his snap on his jab. That was my favorite punch for Areola back in the day, and he didn't seem to have it, you know, last night. But those were mostly arm punches. If Guys, if you haven't seen I Got Biabuchi versus David Tua, those were real hard punches thrown by real hard heavyweights in the 90s. Ike Biabuchi, of course, um, I, I thought he was a future star. And then after he did the Tua fight, I interviewed him in the dressing room afterwards, and he was telling me about God and how God had done this for him. And if I looked in that direction, I could see God and all kinds of stuff. And I said to myself, Okay, okay, so I went along with the interview, did, did the interview, like then three or four months later he gets busted for, 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 for robbing a hooker. He hired a hooker at the Mirage Hotel in, in, uh, in Vegas. This is after getting into problems at the Dallas airport. But he finally got to Vegas He hired for a Michael Nunn fight, I think, and he hired a hooker or he brought a hooker to the, to the room and he didn't want to pay her. So he ended up kidnapping her and all kinds of rape and all that kind of good stuff. And the bottom line is, man, you know, Ike went to jail for a long time. I think he just got out. Did he finally get out? Is he, is he on the streets in Las Vegas now? He's out, but you don't hear too much about him since he went banana sandwich back in the day. And I think he could have beat an Evander Holyfield at that time, perhaps a Lennox Lewis. He definitely had the looks of a future champion that threw a lot of punches. And he actually took out Chris Bird when no one could touch Chris Bird because of defense. Chris Bird's defense so elusive at heavyweight. But as of right now, I think he's MIA. He's out there, but I don't know where. Cool. We let Johnny Sig go. He'll be back a little bit later. He's taking the Southern California, bringing the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, you and I televised. I did the international feed for the David Tua Aikabeabuchi fight. You did the regular feed up there in Sacramento, California. It was a, a, an incredible heavyweight fight. But to say last night's fight eclipsed that is, is, is sad. It's, it's an indictment of boxing. Did you watch last night's fight, by the way? I did on a replay after I went to see a movie. Um, Lucky and, you. And, um, you know, look, it was a, a back and forth uh, bang and hold and keep banging and so forth. But me, um, the fighter, seemed... In, in, danger, in serious danger at any point that I noticed. And um, uh, I just thought it was like a, a hell of a good club fight. <laughs> but to compare it to uh, the best of the best f- fights of that kind, I think is a little bit uh, over the top. Bit of a stretch. Marcus Brown was supposed to win last night, undefeated light heavyweight took on Gene Pascal. Pascal dropped him in a round and then came back, ended up winning a technical decision after dropping him a couple more times. So there's an upset, a young kid getting beat, an old man coming back, and Gene Pascal. But as far as the future's concerned, I'm looking at, like, next week and beyond, I'm looking at some of these names here, and, and you don't see it. I mean, you got Lomachenko's coming up. That's great for boxing, no doubt about that. I mean, you know, Lomachenko's probably pound for pound, if not the star, uh, the top two or three stars. And Sergey Kovalev is coming back. And, you know, boxing seemed to be on a bit of a revival. And then I, I, I sort of had to regurgitate last night, Larry, and it just it didn't, it didn't go down well. 
Uh, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. Look, what I meant, what I meant was... What we, I, had, we had three excellent fights in, in, in the previous six weeks or so. Uh, the heavyweight fight with the big upset, uh, the Pacquiao fight, and then uh, um, last week, uh, the Ramirez-Hooker uh, yeah. fight. Yeah. That's great. You're not going to have those stretches all the time. This is a good, a, a good solid show, uh, particularly because you know everyone in this area is interested in Ariola and what he what he had left to give, and and whether the other a, a new fat slob on the seats could overpower uh, him, and so I I, I found it uh, an interesting and and, and action packed fight. But to put it in the in the realm of of the fights among the elites that were like that is a bit uh, too strong. Um, but it keeps the keeps the light going until uh, after the summer when we'll presumably see uh, Alvarez again. Yep. Canelo, mm-hmm. uh, when, when we're going to see a couple of other heavyweight matches, um, none of a particular note against each other. So there's, the, the, there's a, a pretty good welterweight fight coming up, Spence and Porter. Um, maybe that's the next uh, big one. Okay. But this is a quiet period. There'll be some good fights in the... Okay. Fall, and I think when we look back on this year, it will be uh, a very good year. The, the, the WNBA uses a smaller basketball. Uh, women hit smaller, women hit uh, lesser lengths as far as golf courses are concerned. Um, I can go on and on. Why are boxing gloves the same when women and men's strengths factors are so much different? You see my point here? Because I think if they brought down the gloves for these women, it might have made it make it an exciting exciting sport instead of like two women, two girls hitting each other with pillows. You know, I don't know uh, the official explanation. Uh, maybe there's some uh, feeling that uh, the girls would rather not be disfigured. <laughs> um, that's a, a, a really important part of a girl's world, mm-hmm. some old sensibility like that, uh, and I understand it. And if uh, the girls really wanted to change it, uh, I suppose they could. Um, but uh, I don't, you know, I agree with you that there's an element of a women's fight that uh, uh, diffused the drama that we, are, we seldom see real serious knockdowns or, or knockouts uh, and so on. And uh, um, so there's less drama. And, 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 yet, lady, and yet women's MMA is, yet, is eclipsing men as far as popularity is concerned, as far as the viewers. Wow. Well, um, you know, hey, so it goes. Uh, women have to make up their own mind what they want to risk and what the reward would be if they took bigger risks. But I guess I'm influenced by the fact that years ago, um, maybe 20 years ago, there was a, a, a statuesque, very a beautiful former model who came into the game uh, 
and had a few fights, and eventually she quit because she admitted she just didn't want to be disfigured. I dated that girl. <laughs> I dated her. She was Miss Indiana. Talking about Jennifer Childers, right? You know what? I don't remember. Yeah. I think she was from the Midwest. Yeah. Miss Indiana, what a, what, a, what, a, what, a sweet la- what a sweet lady she was. Anyway, Godfather, you and the Godmother got some plan for Sunday? As a matter of fact, in about a half hour, we're going down to, the, uh, to Dodger Stadium to see a baseball game today. Well, you have a wonderful day, and give her my this best. This has been our anniversary weekend, and... Um, so uh, this is this will be the end of our celebration. Well, the anniversary anniversary weekend. This is is it like a five year anniversary? How many years? Well, thirty nine. And uh, Can, uh, um, wow, congratulations, Godfather! I mean, she's she's a wonderful woman. I see you two guys together. You always seem happy. And what can I say? Nobody liked the Godmama. Nobody liked Patricia Stitch. And I mean, there's nobody. <laughs> You know it. You know it. See, I'm making them blush, folks. I'm making them blush here on the air. The Godfather's blushing. Larry Merchant, I love you. We'll talk soon. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Pedro. Keep the faith. I will. Larry Merchant, the HBO Hall of Famer. God, he makes he makes me blush. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Guess what? Next up, I'll give you a treat. We'll come back with... Johnny Tapia. Johnny Tapia in the flesh, baby, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You took the words right out of my mouth. Johnny, what time, what time are you going to bed tonight? Uh, it's been hard to sleep, believe me. I've been trying to sleep, and I'm just so anxious right now. A little bit hard. All right, well, you know, you're going to watch movies, and you and your wife? I'm just too hyper, no? Well, I know, but I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't really get, are you climbing the walls? I mean, do you have, plung- <laughs> do you have plungers on your uh, shoes where you climb up the walls? And- <laughs> no, Pedro, what I do is... Uh, I read my Bible and try to stay cool and calm, but it's kind of hard still, too. You ever take out pictures of Danny Romero? Go what? You ever take, like, take out a picture of Danny Romero and look at it? like? Argh. Yeah, I, I, I've been having him in my gym while I've been training. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> a nice picture of him and not so nice picture of him. No, well, you know, it's not so nice now, but it was nice when it first got in. <laughs> and well, you train at the top-ranked gym here in Vegas, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Fudge, is Fudge as cool in the corner as everybody sees, says he is? I mean, is he as cool in the gym as he is in the corner on TV? Well, you know, Mr. Fudge is just an amazing man all the way around. I mean, he's a legend. He, he, I don't got nothing bad to say with him. It's all good and positive. I'm not asking to say nothing bad. I'm just asking, is he as cool and calm as, as he seems? I mean, the guy seems like he has ice running through his veins. Yeah, he's cool, calm, and collective. Hey, cool, calm, and collective. I wish you the very best of luck this Friday night. Hey, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. And if there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. The great Johnny Tapia, that's just what kind of guy he was. He's sort of a kid at times, but, you know, playful, this and that. But when it came down to backing up, if he was your pal, he was there. I mean, his wife, Teresa, say the same thing. He never cheated on her. He just didn't. We'd go places, and chicks would like, you know, tongues hanging out for Johnny Tapia, this and that, a couple places went around the country. Um, Johnny wouldn't play that way. Just had no, had no intentions of ever cheating on that lady, spent a long time with her. And, of course, when he passed away, they were husband and wife, no doubt about that. Mi Vida Loca, that's what they called him, born February 13th, 1967. Of course, died at the age of 45 years old in 2012, has some issues as far as cocaine was concerned throughout his life, but what really got him, I think, was the opiates. The opioids got him in the past. Of course, is this interview that I just did with him, this this past interview was from 1995. He was about to take on, was it 1995? Yeah, he was about to take on Danny Romero in the Battle of Albuquerque. They were going back and forth. In fact, I'll hear a couple more pieces of this in the coming weeks, but they were going back and forth. This was a battle to settle the score in Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Of course, Danny Romero, the IBF champion, an amateur stud, no doubt about that. Him, the champion at 115 in the IBF, Danny, the uh, uh, um, 
Johnny the champion for the WBO at 115 pounds. So, man, they had something happen. They had to happen. They had to clash, okay? And they finally did go back and forth, and it was at the uh, the uh, Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. Not that exciting of a fight because Johnny just took it to him and did his thing. And in the end of the day, Johnny won that fight, and Johnny won a lot of fights. I mean, 59-5, and five, 30 KOs. His last fight against Mauricio Pastrana was in 2011. Never officially retired. The last fight I did with him, I did Johnny's last fight. I think it was, I want to say it was the Nikki Benz fight in 2005. I think we did that. Yeah, that was in, that was in uh, El Paso, Texas, Hidalgo, Texas, whatever you want to call it, at the Dodge Arena. And then I think I did the Archuleta fight and then one more fight with him after that. But all in all, Johnny wasn't the easiest guy to get, in, get along with. I mean, he sounds all chipper and fine there, man. But there were times when he wasn't in the right mood. And I'd say, I would just say things that were so innocent and so, so like, golly, just golly, 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 gee whiz type of questions. And if he wasn't in the right mood, man, he came off with an answer. He really didn't want to air on PG television. Straight up, Johnny Tappy and Mivita Luka, may he rest in peace. As far as Danny Romero's concerned, I haven't heard from Danny. No, somebody asked me, what's Danny doing? Well, Danny obviously ain't boxing. He's like 55 years old now. But Danny was a hell of a fighter, no doubt about that. Danny deserves his, his day as far as Albuquerque is concerned. But that day, when it came time for him and Johnny Tappy to get down, he came out second that night, no doubt about it. I'm talking about Danny Romero. The Battle of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Straight up, I want to go back to that Marcus Brown loss last night. Of course, Gene Pascal of, of Canada, black guy from Canada. Sounds, sounds about right, doesn't it? Anyway, originally from Haiti, 34-6 and six now. This Brown guy came in at 23 and zip. I mean, he was a guy. This took place at the Barclay Center in Brooklyn, New York. I mean, but, and he was a guy. He was like a stone-cold stud, man. He just was. I mean, he, you know, what can I say? And then he got dropped. See, it all boils down to getting hit in the jaw again, getting hit in the face. How do you respond when you get hit in the mouth? Well, Marcus Brown didn't respond all that well. They called it a, a uh, technical decision, but the bottom line was he got his ass beat, and Jan Pascal brought it to him. More powerful Pascal. That is a major, major upset in the world of boxing because they thought that this celebrated street fighter, because few guys are boxers these days, that this celebrated street fighter was going to be able to romp all over Pascal. That didn't happen. Let's take a look at the upcoming boxing calendar. I'm up for this Sergey Kovalev, Anthony Yardy fight. The reason why I'm paying close attention to Yardy is that he's managed by the 2004 Olympic gold medalist, the kid from Oakland, California, baby. I'm talking about Andre Ward, SOG, son of God. Say what you want about Andre Ward. You can't say anything bad. I mean, he may not be the greatest interview in the world. He may not be the greatest interviewer in the world. He may not be the greatest fighter in the world. But guess what? He was undefeated. Nobody came close against except Sergey Kovalev, who might have, might have edged him in that first fight. But he came back, and he made a statement in that second fight with Kovalev. He shut Kovalev down. I mean, he basically retired Kovalev. Hey, hey, hey bully boy, guess what? Bang, time to go. And he, he sent him on his way. Now he's guiding young men, of course, doing the television color commentary for various networks, but ESPN especially. Anthony Yardy is his guy. 18-0, 17 knockouts. Unlike Andre Ward, a pretty big punch here. We're talking about a light heavyweight, folks, out of the Yanni Kingdom. Of course, taking on Sergey Kovalov, 33-3-1. Kovalov was supposed to be, if Kovalov gets by this fight, and some people say he will, some people say he's old, you know, because he did look old in the last couple of fights. I mean, the guy's like... 34, 35 years old, going on nine, 36, going on 90. Because anytime you fight out of Russia, remember, you know, you never really know how many amateur fights they had or how many, how old they really are. Because some of those amateur guys uh, lie. Yeah, in Cuba and Russia, big time liars. But Yardy, Yardy can rock. Kovalev, 33, 3 and 1 now, been stopped twice. 
That is the key there. Stop twice. Of course, Andre Ward, Andre Moore made him quit like a dog. And so did Alvarez, Ilader Alvarez. And Alvarez comes back in the rematch and basically does nothing for 12 rounds. I mean, he does nothing. He might as well have laid down. It would have been a little, it would have been, it would have been less painful for me to watch. If, if Alvarez would just lay down, I mean, here was this Colombian stud. He says into the ring at 25 and 0. He beat Kovalov down, stopped him, okay? And, he, and he's like, 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 give him a pacifier in the corner when he went back. That's how, that's how babyish he was today. I couldn't believe it. Alvarez, of course, I had a big picture of him up here in the uh, Ring Talk studios. We tore that, like Johnny Six said, tear that off the wall. We did real quick. But Yardy? Andre Ward's hot on this guy. I don't think I'd push him into a fight with Kovalev unless I thought he was ready. Because, you know, Kovalev, as I said, an extremely experienced veteran. No doubt about that. It's over double digit as far as title fights are concerned and experience. So he's been around. Young kid thinks he can take him. Andre Ward was saying at first, well, we might not take this fight. He might not. Oh, no, he's ready. We just might not take this fight. Well, that meant the money wasn't right. Because that's what this is all about. Professional boxing, money. Speaking of money, Canelo Alvarez, of course, the best fighter, pound for pound in all of boxing, especially as far as the pay-per-view aspect of it is concerned. Now, uh, say what you want about him. 52-1, baby, a couple of draws. I mean, signed a $385 million contract with his own, of course, coming off some good fights, no doubt about it. I mean, he's a guy, 52-1, and one, but now he's going to fight on a guy that nobody really knows anything about. And I'll get into that a little bit later with Johnny Sig, but... He's struggling for opponents. This is only the second fight in a 13-fight, $375 million contract. I mean, what's going on here? He's struggling for opponents. Guys are lining up to fight him, man. Why doesn't he take advantage? Guys are lining up. Andrade would have fought him in a heartbeat. Andrade would have Triple G wants to go again, but I don't want to see Triple G go again. Let Triple G go do something else. How about Triple G and Andrade duke it out? Let those guys duke it out. But as far as the rest of the middleweights are concerned, Somebody needs to step up there and press Canelo. And the reason why the re, that the way you press Canelo is that you fight him in an unorthodox manner. You make contact with him. See, there's what's up. A lot of these guys, especially like Mayweather and this and that, Roy Jones, they're rhythm fighters. They fight off their own rhythm. So you've got to upset that rhythm. And you upset their rhythm by stepping on their foot, kicking them. Yeah, I've kicked a couple guys. Not 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 above not above the ankles or anything like that, you know. But yeah, yeah. You know, I mean you distract them. I used to step on guys' feet. And they'd look down, bam, and i clock them. Sorry, man, this is the way it is. If you were stupid enough to look down at your feet because I stepped on them, that's on you. But, you know, you have to use these little tricks, these little advantages. I think in order to get Canelo, because Canelo Canelo is such a complete fighter now, I mean, the super middleweight champion, the the middleweight champion, and 160 and 160-pound titles, um, you've got to make contact with him and catch him on an off night. Why do I say catch him on an off night? Because he's prepped. He's always ready. He's not always eating that tainted meat. I mean, he's five foot eight, 160, 168 pounds, depending on what fight he's taking place in. Of course, the 18th of June, uh, July, he turned 29 years old. So he's in the prime of his life as far as a middleweight. With I mean, you, you would think as a middleweight, okay? And he's learning defense. So all this stuff is coming together for him. The Danny Jacobs win, somebody said to me, oh, man, he went 12 rounds with Danny Jacobs. Yeah, but he knocked out that guy that we'll fight before, Rocky Felding. The guy you're supposed to knock out, he knocks out. Danny Jacobs, you don't knock Danny Jacobs out. It's hard. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite, Satellite Radio, of course, Channel 211. I'm talking about the Dan Patrick Channel. I saw this guy a couple of years ago in Oakland, California, smoking cigarettes on stage. John Mellencamp. Forget that John Cougar thing. His real name is Mellencamp, but he kicks ass. Johnny, take it away.
all craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on consumeraffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. In my dire attempt to instill a little uh, boxing in your blood, I'm talking about real boxing, I'm talking about Muhammad Ali, I'm talking about going back in the days to the greatest, of course, 1971, he has just lost the fight of the century to Joe Frazier, March 8th, 1971, he's scratching his head, he can't believe this, man, I mean, here's a man that lost maybe but three or four or five, maybe five, six rounds in his entire professional career leading up, of course, to that three-and-a-half-year layoff before the uh, draft. And the U.S. Army said, you know, we want to induct you. And he said, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to use you to, to uh, let you use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. He put up his stand the whole nine yards. Of course, 
That was Ali. Three and a half years, he couldn't do anything. He traveled around. He went to college campuses. Every once in a while, maybe you see him do an exhibition like with Sammy Davis Jr., the entertainer or something like that. Bottom line is, he was hurting after Ali Frazier. But here in this interview, you can really feel the heart and the hole in his heart. Mohammed, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. It refers back to about seven months ago when you and I were doing a film together. And you had told me... Uh, once I revealed that I felt that, in my opinion, you were the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, you explained to me that even though you had laid off for three and a half years, which in my mind was an insurmountable obstacle, you had said the one thing that you would not permit in the ring was for Fraser to get you on the ropes, that even though you hadn't fought for three and a half years, that the one thing that you did retain, if it wasn't your timing, it was your speed. And I personally couldn't understand why periodically you would lean on the ropes for long, long periods of time as if indifferent to the man you were fighting. Right, well, Joe Frazier was awful strong. And if you notice Joe Frazier's previous fights, all of the people that Joe Frazier defeat give him a good fight for three or four rounds because they're moving and they're sticking or they're trading blow for blow. And finally, Joe is so relentless and so strong until they weaken and then he get them. Well, his plan was to weaken me and to wear me down and then corner me and stop me, body punches, until I drop my guard and catch my head. Not knowing Joe Frazier, I started out for about four rounds, you notice, I was sticking and moving. And I felt myself tired because uh, I... Been a mathematician in boxing, I figured fighting four rounds at that pace and as tired as I felt myself getting, it'd be impossible to keep this up for 15 because uh, he probably would end up more stronger than I by me punching him and moving where he was just blocking them, landing one or two and walking forward. It took more to move away and keep punching. So I thought I would go to the ropes and stand there to see what he really had. And after one round... Before that round was over, the first round I laid on the ropes, I found out that he threw everything he had. I, I equalized it, and he was tiring himself out. And But then I found out I later lost those rounds. But I found out later that if I had kept up my footwork and paced myself right, and if I was really in better shape, I could have danced and fought the Ali style for 15 rounds even more. But at the time, I didn't know him, and I was trying to fake him out. I was trying to wear him down, and I stayed in rope. But the next time, I won't. That's what I wanted to find out. You see, I had been asked prior to the fight, if Joe Fraser had not been permitted to fight for three and a half years, which is just uh, a conjecture, but if he, if Fraser was not permitted to fight for three and a half years, and Muhammad Ali had fought for three and a half years consecutively, they said, what chance would you have given Joe Fraser? Oh, he I had said, about three months in the hospital instead of three weeks. Well, that's the point that I make is he wouldn't have had any chance. He was unable to really follow up. Uh, what it was was, see, when he beat James Ellis, when he stopped uh, um, Buster Mathers, when he stopped Bobby Foster, these fellows are not real great fighters or real championship quality, and it was a matter of them getting hit, and that was it. But if you watch Sugar Ray Robinson in his day, Joe Lewis, if you watched Ezra Charles and Walcott, these great fighters got hit a lot. Marciano, too. Dempsey. They got hit and they got shook up and they human. They fell. They got up. 
but the real champion can be can be tagged, can be just about semi-unconscious or out on his feet, and he realizes he has a built-in radar that tells him, I'm out. I have to stay out of range for at least 10 or 15 seconds till I recuperate. Whether it's clinching, whether it's outright back paddling, whether it's tying him up, you have to know how to recuperate if you get tagged. And what Frazier couldn't do was get, he couldn't follow me up because I've been in the ring like 19 years, two-time national Golden Glove champion, AAU, Olympics, all these title fights, and just one hard punch don't finish a great fighter like myself. I have watched the Ali Fraser fight with some so-called boxing ex experts, and in scoring it, I make it a very, very close fight, uh, very close, nothing like the judges indicated. But what I was wondering is, do you remember the 11th round yeah. when, when he was unable to put you away? What is your interpretation of that? Happened? he was unable. He so, uh, and then he was not experienced or skillful or fast enough to follow me up after that one punch. Did the same thing occur in round 15 when, after being knocked down, I noticed that every time he got well, close to you, 15, you I leaned on him? Well, round 15, right, round 15, uh, that punch didn't hurt like the 11th. The 11th round, uh, punches that knock you out, you really don't see them. And the 11th round, I didn't hardly see that punch. That was a hard one. But the 15th round, I saw it coming, and somewhere I leaned back and leaned right into the hook. But that, the power of it knocked me down, but it wasn't enough to hurt me internally. So I got right up, if you notice, after that and won the rest of the round. What specifically would you do different if you fought Joe Frazier again? Number one, I come in with a most serious attitude. I was joking around with him before the fight, and uh, I uh, stayed on the ropes for three rounds. You know, the talk was if Joe Frazier catch me on the ropes, he would tear up my body. Listening to the press and trying to prove and show to them that Joe Frazier's body punch will not hurt me and Joe Frazier can't do nothing, I'll stay here for a few rounds and show you. And uh, forget about that and just stay on my toes, jab and move, jab and move, right cross, hook him, clinch him, push him off, jab and move him, keep moving, keep stay in the center of the ring. And watch out for his left hook. Keep my guard a little high and be conscious. I, I figured one or two left hooks, he was just lucky in the front. But he kept landing until the 15th. I found out he's got a trick, slick, fast, hard left hook. I'll be concentrating on left hooks, and I'll stay on my toes and stay out of the corners. And this way, it'll be convincing if it's got to be a decision that I want it. After the Joe Fraser fight, Regardless of who wins, you've said that you won't fight anymore. Does that I'm still finished, go? right. So right, everything that you do now is pointing towards, hopefully, another fight with Joe right. Frazier. Well, I could fight Joe Frazier now if I just sat down, but I want to be active. When I meet him, I want to beat him. I'm cheating myself if I just sat down, say, waiting for the payday, and that's all. I want to be ready when I fight him. I'm fighting this fight with Ellis and a couple more. And if the opponents are not really that much threat, still the training for the competition is good. Just staying active, having something to run for, having something to go to gymnasium for, all of this will keep me busy probably for enough time permits for another six or seven months, which would be falling right in line for another fight where I'll be active. My last question, Muhammad, is this. The Muhammad Ali that I remember in, against Cleveland Williams, against Ernie Terrell, the Muhammad Ali let's say, in his prime. Do you believe that you could get back to the point where you could be the fighter that I remember? Right. I believe I could be better because I'm just about the right age. 29 ain't really that old. Remember Sugar Ray and Archie Moore, they were fighting good and putting up good 
ten round fights in the fifties and forties. That's true. And twenty nine ain't really that old. I'll just, I've been so publicized. I've won fights so easy, unmarked, and you can be intoxicated with not only alcohol or narcotics, but you can be intoxicated with greatness. And when a man's intoxicated, he'll do something that he wouldn't do otherwise. So now that I've been sobered up a little and realized that I can slip, that if I don't work like I should, and my mind might tell me to do something, but my body won't. Well, this is getting me uh, more hungry like I used to be coming up. So I'm sure I can do it again. I can move like I always move. I can dance for 15 rounds, but I have to concentrate on it. And I have to quit training like I train. When I train with sparring partners, a lot of time I stay in the corners and I go flat-footed, and they don't hurt me, but I let them throw all the punches they want. And you can get in the habit of standing flat-footed and standing in corners. And I've just learned this, and it's kind of hard to train one way for months and then get in the ring and do another way. So I have to train like I fight. And from here on out, I'm concentrating on nothing but footwork and training, staying out of corners. And then this will be a habit. When the fight comes up, I'll move out. The greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, 56-5, 1960 to 1981. So if he was the greatest, if he was the greatest, who was second greatest? In fact, let's go through a top ten of heavyweight contenders right now and heavyweight champions, the greatest fighters of all time as far as the big boys are concerned. Number ten, Mike Tyson. No doubt in my mind, Mike deserves that top 10 rating. People say to me, <clears throat> he was overrated, he was underrated, he was short, he was, you know, he was the benefactor of a, a bunch of soft guys. No, no. Rocky Marciano was the benefactor of a bunch of soft guys. In fact, Marciano is going to be number nine. Why do I rank number Marciano number nine and rank Tyson number 10, even though I think Tyson would demolish Rocky Marciano? Is that Marciano in his time was pound for pound and just. He was an incredible fighter and attraction. I mean, the entire world stood out. Him and Joe Lewis, when when these two guys stepped up to the plate, the world stopped. I mean, it just stopped. Ali to an extent, yeah. Ali and Frazier back in 71, yes, the world did come to a halt. No doubt about that. But when Joe Lewis fought back in the day, it was all about radio. Once in a while, there was television maybe or closed-circuit television at, at theaters. But for the most part, it was radio. People listened to radio. That's how they got off on sports. It was radio, baseball, football, boxing. Boxing was easiest to describe on the radio because, you know, it's a scored circle. It's not too hard to describe here. This guy hit that guy. This guy hit that guy. Bottom line is boxing the radio. That's how I listened to the first Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier fight. In fact, they were, they were ringside reports after the round. In other words, it would be round number one would be done. And during round number two, they would give you the score of round number one. Anyway, bottom line is I think that, you know, Rocky Marciano deserves to be number nine. Number eight. Jack Johnson. Without a doubt in my mind, Jack Johnson was probably, you know, it's sort of hard to, to gauge Johnson because he had a great record. There was no doubt about it. But, you know, he sort of had all kinds of, um, how can I put this, mishaps in and out of the ring. Bottom line is really know how to, don't know how to judge him, but I definitely think he deserves to be in the top ten. Larry Holmes, the world heavyweight champion. I mean, come on, man. Larry's got to be up there. you got to put Larry in, like, number seven, number six, no doubt about that. And the aforementioned Joe Lewis, if Ali was number one, where do you put Joe Lewis? Probably about number five. Because if Joe Lewis was a current-day heavyweight, he probably wouldn't be able to compete because of the fact that he'd be too small. He'd just be too small, about 185, 190 pounds. He, I think he peaked out. I think I heard Joe say one time that my best weight is 194 pounds. So if it was 194 pounds and he's fighting a guy like Vladimir Klitschko, probably not going to win. Huh? Speaking of Klitschko, yeah, I rake him next. Klitschko, without a doubt, the better of the two brothers. I thought Vladimir was the better of the two brothers because of the fact that, you know, he, he had Emmanuel Stewart. 
And Emmanuel taught him how to fight again and taught him how to survive and taught him how to protect that glass jaw of his because the chin wasn't that good. Anytime he got hit on it when the punch he didn't see, it was like, Timber! You know, he, he fell. There's just no doubt about it. Straight up, Vladimir Klitschko's got to be in there as well. Now, we talk about the top five as far as all-time heavyweights concerned. If Ali's number one and Tyson's not in the top five, who is? Joe Frazier's there. Evander Holyfield's there. Why do I rate Evander Holyfield over Mike Tyson? Obviously, the two fights, especially the bite fight. But the bottom line is we knew that going in, Mike had some questions about himself as far as confidence was concerned because, you know, Buster Douglas had beaten him. And Buster Douglas was no Evander Holyfield. Holyfield was showing up. Speaking of Buster Douglas, I don't rate him in the top ten. Don't do it. Pulled off the greatest upset in heavyweight history, but he laid down like a dog the next time. And, of course, this is a guy that went to – he spent some time with him in Columbus, Ohio, after the Tyson fight, expecting to bring, do some training. I brought my running shoes. I brought my gym shoes. Yeah, those gym shoes say Pedro Fernandez on the side of the boots, a whole nine yards. I brought them all. I went to Columbus, Ohio to train with the world heavyweight champion. Guess where we did our training at? The buffet. I kid you not. We had breakfast. I had my limo. We had the breakfast. And then uh, we had breakfast at a restaurant. And then about 1030 J.D. McCauley was one of his co-trainers. Would bring over some ribs from his, his barbecue, on the big barbecue. So he'd bring over like two or three slabs of ribs, and we'd go through the ribs, okay? And then lunch would come about, hmm, about 2, 2.30. Wait, wait, we're not done, okay? Well, how about dinner? Dinner rolled about 6.30 or 7, and there was a snack after that. So that's how Buster got up to 300 pounds. I went back there expecting to train with the world, world heavyweight boxing champion. I instead was training with the world heavyweight eating champion, Buster Douglas. His boxing career was dead, of course, after the Holyfield fight. Knocked him out like a dog. Woof, woof. Everyone said, I wish I was in your shoe. I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. That's a sober thought. I never caught you running around, blowing my money all over this town. Then I wouldn't be doggone. Hey, hey, I belong. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did twenty years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime
and heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. No, I will not go 10,000 miles from here to help murder and kill another poor people simply to continue the domination of white slave masters over the darker people. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life. Tower of Power 2019 version on the soul side of town, folks, on the serious side, folks, on the serious side. This country, 2019, we have a white supremacist problem. We have a gun problem. We have a money and politics problem. We have a mental illness problem. But they're all the same problem. The bottom line is nobody should have an assault rifle. I was a policeman for almost 10 years. I've seen what gunshots can do from regular guns, let alone assault weapons. Nobody needs an assault weapon. Who needs to be able to shoot 25 people in a matter of 30 seconds? It just ain't happening. It's not un-American. It's unhuman. And at the end of the day, unless these people like Moscow, Mitch, these people stand up, guess what? This world's going to get rough. And you can't go to Walmart anymore. What happens when you can't go to Walmart? Am I trying to scare you? No, I'm trying to wake you up because, baby, this is the soul side of town. Look into your soul. Is this what you see as an American? People getting shot at Walmart. People getting shot at the Garlic Festival in Gilroy, California. People being shot on trains. People screaming at other people, saying, you no good, end this. You no good, end that. Bottom line is, man, we're all this one big melting pot here in the United States. One big how can I put this? One big stew. Everybody throws it in the other. It's stew. White people don't rule. Brown people don't rule. Americans rule. At the end of the day, this is our country. Don't let them take it from us. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, only on Sports Byline. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. 
Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay. San Francisco, California for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. 35 plus years now, 36th of September of radio presence. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. What can I say? 35, almost 36 years. I had that long pause because I was thinking about it. Who would have thought? When I started this 15-minute show between an all-Filipino show and an all-Christian show on KEST Radio, that this would be the beginning of 35 or 36 years of radio. I never thought about it, baby. Took me to 34 countries around the world, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. What can I say? I love you. And I, of course, love my listeners, for without the listeners, I wouldn't have a show. Straight up, we're talking boxing MMA this hour. Of course, I'll bring in that undefeated guy from Las Vegas, Nevada. Don't know what weight he's fighting now, but he's undefeated. I'm talking about Johnny Signorella. We hear from Johnny Sigurdsson on the boxing world. We'll talk UFC as well, and 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 we hear from Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilder a little bit later in the well hour. Of course, the two reigning world heavyweight champions. Will they ever clash? Well, they're not really the world heavyweight champion. No, no. In the minds of many, Tyson Fury, the world heavyweight champion. The guy is the Irishman. He's a guy. He's a man. He's a linear champion. Hasn't lost in 28, 29 fights, has he? Of course, knocked out Tom Schwartz a fortnight ago. Looking good. Bottom line is Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Andy Ruiz. Is it a three-way? Or is it let those two guys fight to see who fights Tyson Fury? Which way is it going to go? We'll hear from Johnny Sig next on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But, baby, you knew that. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible account. That's right, an Audible membership and save like two-thirds on your first three months, right? 30 bucks off is like getting three months for the price of one. Check it out. Offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. $4.95 a month for the first three months. That's only $14.95 a month. Straight up, pretty good deal. No doubt about that. The offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let HomeAdvisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, Get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4 connects you with real doctors' medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, 4 slash wrestling. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. Talking mixed martial arts and boxing, of course, live on Sports Byline. This is the second hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. This is called AKA the MMA Hour. Of course, we'll take it to Las Vegas and bring in the undefeated lad and talk about John Signorella. Johnny, that Johnny Tappy, a little flashback with Johnny Tappy there talking about Eddie Futch. Eddie Futch, and he was probably the only guy that Eddie, that Johnny totally respected. I mean, Johnny would. He'd love you, love you, love you, love you. But even if you were the priest, if you pissed him off, he'd tell you. But he never crossed fudge. I tell you what, Johnny was a passionate man in all aspects of life, man. Whether he loved you or hated you or was somewhere in between things, you know, I love that energy in Mr. Johnny Tapia. It is big, highly missed. Without a doubt, of course, that Battle of Albuquerque where they had at the Thomas and Max Center, of course, it went to distance 12 rounds, and uh, Johnny beat Danny Romero going hands down there. But 
man, what what an atmosphere that night. You would not believe it. And, of course, when Johnny went back to Albuquerque, he only went back briefly. After, you know, I guess after about the, the first six to eight months of his turning pro, you know, Albuquerque sort of had its demons. And, and Johnny had a lot of demons to begin with, but, you know, a lot of the demons were in Albuquerque. In fact, when he got in trouble, obviously he was in Albuquerque. So he went to Big Bear. Sort of cleaned up his act. We'll hear from that some of that interview next week. But he sort of cleaned up his act, and and then you know to crash like he did <clears throat> on opiates, and that was the, the you know the way he went because that's sort of that's sort of the way a lot of people are going nowadays. If you drive, I don't know if what's happening in Las Vegas to um, Johnny Sig, but if you drive down the streets of San Francisco, in fact, you see people shooting up in business in in the business district. Yikes, man! You know, I guess they figure they could uh, you know go out there and try to grub some money. They're on the street. And uh, the business district, obviously, people are working and there's financial promise there. So, you know, they could probably, you know, grub some money off people. But you you do see it out here in Vegas. Yes. Yikes. August 10th. Of course, the, uh, I'm going to say, Carl Frampton, ESPN Plus, was the Frampton comes alive. Can Frampton still come alive at 126 or is it 122 pounder? You know, he's getting older. So maybe 126 could suit him better. Moving forward, I think he was best at 122. But as we know, as we get older, it's harder to maintain weight. Yeah, but the bottom line is, let me tell you, the difference between 122 and 126, as far as boxers are concerned, is is inconsiderable. I just have four pounds at that weight, man, or from 118 to 122 or from 115 to 118. Man, three pounds, three, four pounds down there really counts a lot as far as body mass. Yeah, I agree with you there. And plus, if you look at the talent in both divisions, I think 122 is a little bit more deeper. You know, you got Lewis Neri down there. You got Manny Navarrete down there. Whereas 126, you, you have some de- decent fighters, but guys similar to Carl Frampton in that they've been around the block a little while, and anyone can win those type of fights. Manny Navarrete, we'll get to him in just a second. I mean, he is the WBO 122-pound champion. Without a doubt, maybe, eh, I don't know. We'll see what happens at 122. Is it 120? Who are the other guys at 122? Now, there's going to have some unification match with outside, outside of the WBO belt. They're trying to put something together there on, where is that, ESPN Plus or the Zone? What's going on with that? Well, I tell you what, I know next week we have a beautiful fight on the Zone at Welterweight with Virgil Ortiz and Antonio Orozco. That's a sleeper fight, guys. Also next week on the Zone. Don't miss that one. Because I tell you what, Virgil Ortiz at 13-0, 13 knockouts, is a great talent moving up to 147. Okay. Now move up the week further. Emmanuel Navarrete, once-beaten fighter, of course, the WB 122-pound champion. <clears throat> he dogged Mr. Isaac Dogbo, not once but twice. Dogged him worse the second time. I almost beat him down like a dog. Anyway, bottom line is he dogged him. Francisco DeVaca, a capable foe? You know, 20-0, but what concerns me stands out is six knockouts. You know, can't really crack much. We know Navarrete is a pressure fighter, so you got to get respect from Navarrete to keep him off of you. A guy in 20 fights with six knockouts, I don't know if he could earn that kind of respect. Ooh, text, text coming in here from Las Vegas, of course, for Johnny Sig. Hey, he's in Las Vegas, folks. But I, I'll, I'll read the text. I'll read the text. <laughs> 20, well, 25 to 1 underdog, Gene Pascal beat Sir Marcus Brown. Does Marcus Brown got a whole lot of canine in his blood? Question no. mark. No? No, he doesn't. And, you know, you could tell he's from Vegas because those were the proper odds. I looked at those odds last night. But, I mean, to answer the question, I had suspicions about Brown going in. I did not think Pascal, no disrespect to John, he's been around a long time. I didn't think he was going to be the guy to expose it. He did, earning three knockdowns in eight rounds total. So, I don't know. Marcus Brown's got to do some soul searching and see what he wants to do moving forward. 
36 years old. You're not supposed to lose to these old guys. These old guys are winning of late. Of course, Manny Pacquiao turning back Keith Thurman. In fact, <clears throat> I was looking at the Manny Pacquiao-Keith Thurman replay. Manny Pacquiao landed a whole lot of nice, clean shots, man. I mean, geez, when I only gave three rounds, I think I think I had a 7-4-1 or something like this, something like that score, but 7-4, somewhere on there. But I can see why I didn't give too many rounds Mr. Thurman. He didn't win too many. No, he didn't. A little bit later, and then Pacquiao's body shot said no way, Jose, to that towards down the stretch at the end in round 10. But real quick on round one, Pacquiao, trademark Pacquiao, flying off his legs with explosive leg and hand speed. Thurman pulling back. Thurman's used to doing that against fighters that don't have that kind of in-concert leg and hand speed. That's why he got clipped in round one and went down, changed the entire tempo of that fight. Okay, who's the guy Canelo's going to fight, and now it's going to be in October? Who is it? Okay, they're all over the place right now, but I'm hearing strong talks for our man Demetrius Andrade for a possible December fight. Now I'm hearing I'm hearing this this guy is 13 and 1 some Demetrius some Russian guy. I did hear that name being thrown out there. What is going on at Golden Boy Promotions? I mean it's become like Diva Boy Promotions. It, it ain't gold, it, Hector Martinez says it ain't Golden Boy Promotions. He says it's the zone. They have no idea what they're doing. They got into they got themselves into something and they're like, "What WTF?" question mark. Hey. Exactly. And here's what's up. They invested a lot of money into Canelo and then a hundred thousand, I'm sorry, a hundred million dollars into Triple G with hopes for a rematch to get subscription drivers for September. That collapsed. Ryan Garcia is like refusing to fight until December. Also a Golden Boy promoted fighter. I mean, the egos are just taking over. And unfortunately, the zone is taking the punishment here. And if I'm the zone, I am PO'd. Ryan Garcia says something on, on, on the internet where he's not going to fight. They want him to fight a semi-main event. He said he's not worthy of a semi-main event, something like that. Has this kid's head gotten too big? Absolutely, but he's got like a million followers on Instagram and Twitter, and, you know, he's getting a lot of direct messages if you catch my drift from girls out there. Hey, I'm going to ask, all right, time out, time out, time out. Do you, think he, do you think he's more popular with the girls than Oscar was? You know what? He may be. Oh, he may be. Oh, I told yeah. you what that lawyer said in that in that in that uh, in that court case, right? When Oscar was accused of sexually assaulting or sleeping with a girl that was underage south of the border, he goes, "She, she, he's been with like eighty-five girls since then. Which one are you talking about?" Oh, couldn't remember. That's a needle in a haystack. If I ever heard of one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, needle in a haystack. All right, but seriously. The kid's got potential. He looks good. He got the million Instagrams, that kind of good stuff. And of course, that's going to turn out as far as box office is concerned until he flops, right? I mean, if he were if he flops, those people aren't going to be backing him buying tickets. Yeah, and I hear that the person that he's fighting next or was supposed to fight next has got a pretty good record, and he wasn't ready for it yet. So he's trying to manage his career, I guess, so he could sugarcoat and persevere because that is a talented area down there again anything like right now floating around between 122 i never thought i'd say this between 140 pounds is pretty darn good so yeah i think that there's a lot of guys there and they're going to raise them up kind of slowly back to women's boxing got to bring it up again before the break with johnny sig um how can i say it again women's basketball the basketball smaller golf courses you hit to a smaller the uh the holes aren't as long I mean, do I have to keep going here? Why is the boxing hasn't caught up? Mixed martial arts caught up. I tried to put Larry Murchie on the spot about that in hour number one, and he sort of he sort of felt the vibe, you know, because MMA, women's MMA, man, that's hot. It's super hot, and, and they use the small gloves there, and those girls are walking away pretty okay, you know, and they're still keeping their looks. I mean, 
the bottom line is, I think it's maybe because they can have the argument that they're constantly getting hit to vital organs and their head, receiving blows to the dome and, oh, and whatnot. Man, this is combat but sports. I, that's what I'm saying. They, they should lower the glove size. I mean, and plus, this way you get the knockout quick, the fight's over, and you're not taking punishment for 10 rounds, and everyone goes home happy. You know, I, I just can't. I, I mean, it's, it's so. How come it's so blatantly obvious to me? I mean, I look at this, and like Larry said, there's not one compelling female fighter out there that you really want to go see. I mean, Clarissa Shields, please give me a break. There's nobody out there you want to see. I mean, you know, name one. Zero. I'm I'm, I'm serious about it. I mean, if one was was headlining in my town right now, who would I pay to go see? I can't think of anybody. Maybe the Puerto Rican girl that's won those belts. I don't know, but she hasn't really fought anybody worthy of as of yet anyway. Bottom line is, you are tuned to the MMAR Live on Sports Byline. I'll keep Johnny Sig around. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2. Wait a second. I'm not done. YouTube, YouTube.com, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes.com. I'm running out of breath. The bottom line is you are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And hey, but you know that. What's your rush though, buddy? You say we sleep in the back seat and make a man out of him. We say I smack you around for a while. Can't we do both? You're listening to the MMA Hour. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. 
Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. Should I go to the police station? I heard Dana White, the president of the UFC, the face of the UFC, the most powerful man in MMA. God, I I hate saying that. But he said that Chris Cyborg Santos looked like Wanderlei Silva in drag. That's what he said. She was at some award some award ceremony. She showed up in a dress. He said, didn't she look like Wanderlei Silva in a drag and drag, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so then Joe Rogan says something on his radio show or his podcast that Chris Cyborg Santos has a penis. Well, this may sound a little funny to you guys. Everybody's laughing out there. But guess what? Chris Cyborg Santos' kid had to go to school the following week, and people are asking her, hey, does your mom have a penis? Now, straight up, we can laugh about her chromosomes, we know she's a female. She may be a rough broad. She may be hard to look at. She may be the second toughest broad on the planet at this point in time. But the bottom line is, she is female, okay? We joke when we say she wasn't female. But some people took it to another level. So anyway, this week, of course, Sir Chris Cyborg Santos in a position uh, to re-sign with the UFC, of course, after the Amanda Nunes loss, that, that first-round loss. And <clears throat> all Dana White kept saying was, you know, well, you know, Chris Cyborg Santos... She don't want a rematch. She don't want the rematch. She don't want the rematch. She don't want the Amanda Nunes. We don't want, no, 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 no. Nothing was further from the truth. Nothing was further than the truth. In fact, Dana White separated from the truth again. I mean, time and time again, I keep going to this buffoon, this clown that Whitey Bulger ran out of East Boston when he was running a nickel and dime amateur boxing program back there. Back there, of course, Whitey Bulger tried to shake him down for some money. Whitey Bulger being that gangster that was went on the run for like 10, 10 or 15 years and was caught about three or four years ago. And then they killed him once he got transferred to a new prison. I think that was last year or the year before. Bottom line is, if it wasn't for Whitey Bulger, we wouldn't have Dana White. Yeah, so we got to blame Whitey to an extent. But anyway, Dana White is a piece of work. He says that this girl has a penis. He says this girl looks like a guy in drag. Joe Rogan says uh, it's a, it's a, he thinks she has a penis. So the kid's, girl, the kid's daughter goes to school. The champ's daughter goes to school. And they start saying, hey, you know, your mom has a penis. So how do you, why would you say that? Well, Joe Rogan said it. Why would Joe Rogan say that? Why would Joe Rogan say that? You know, and Dana White said that your mother looks like Wanderlei Silva in drag. I mean, imagine, imagine if you had to carry that burden to school. You know, about your mom. That's just not cool. And then this week, it appears that now uh, that, that Chris Cyborg Santos asked, I'll ask uh, Johnny Sig about this in just a second, but it appears that Chris Cyborg Santos and uh, wanted a, a public apology from Dana White. He wasn't going to give it to her. He basically cut her loose, and she's a free agent. Is that the way it's going, Johnny? Yeah, I heard that he cut her loose, and she just beat an undefeated fighter and Felicia Spencer last week. So it's like, you look at she looks like she's coming back from her loss rather good. 
And what they said there is just terrible. That's just absolute slander. And she made that company a lot of money, you know, and that's terrible. Regardless of how they feel to publicly put it out there like children, they hate like her. bullies. They hate it's her. It's so disrespectful and it disgusts me. Hey, man, do you know what? Dana White is, is, is more spinoff. Listen, let me tell you. The way people are disrespecting people in this country, we don't do it with humor anymore, Johnny. We do it seriously. You hear what I'm saying? In other words, it isn't ha, 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 no slide jokes. It's straight to your face. Hey, guess what? You are this. I mean, I'm here. I read the other day now that uh, a certain percentage of the, uh, of the population, like a, almost a third of the country, thinks that the N-word is okay. And these aren't black people saying that kind of stuff. So we're, like, watching all kinds of crazy stuff go down in this country right now. I mean, all these people getting killed at Walmart yesterday. Aren't you worried about taking the old lady and the, chick, and the kid to Walmart now? We had this conversation this morning, me, my girlfriend friend and her daughter was included how disgusted we are and how terrible it is that right now you got to be apprehensive about going to a concert going to a public event or now going to walmart how about school i mean don't get me started on this man like it, it was a very emotional morning when i woke up and the first thing i saw was another shooting yeah. 251 in this country in 216 days so far in the calendar year folks that's one a day and a lot of people are dying. And guess what? The National Rifle Association is still advocating assault rifles for individuals. I just don't get it. I really don't because I'm going to try to explain this to you. I've seen a lot of gunshot wounds. In fact, one guy was shot out in Hunter's Point and he got shot in the stomach and the bullet went right through him. So I was like trying to he didn't end up living, but I'm holding him on both sides, Johnny. You know what I'm saying? He's got blood coming out of both sides of him. We got a good good ambulance system here in the country, in, in San Francisco. But they came and they scooped him up, took him to Mission Emergency, and he lived. But he had blood coming out of both sides. The bullet went clear through him, okay? If you get hit with an assault rifle bullet, what happens was the bullet hits you, and then it explodes like a bomb. So in other words, not only have you been shot with this big old bullet, it explodes inside you. Sir. I mean, this the, the trauma. I, I, I thought that this because I saw I, you know, I've seen gunshot wound, self-inflicted gunshot wounds and people have gotten shot from other people. I've seen them both. And it's ugly. But you see an assault war with an assault rifle could do. And the fact that somebody can kill like 20 people in the, in, the, in the blink of an eye. I mean, why is that? Why is it a per, why is a person's right to carry or to have an assault weapon that can kill dozens of people in a couple of minutes more important than my right to live and to go to Walmart? Tell me why, Johnny. You can't. There's there's no way to justify or explain that. And I dealt with a similar situation out here in Vegas, 15 minutes from where I live, when that shooter went out to that concert and got that room at Mandalay yeah. and slaughtered over 50 people. I mean, I was actually near New York City during 9-11. It had the same vibe in the air the next day. It was terrible. It was on the look of everyone's faces, and you still feel it out here. I can't drive by the Mandalay and look at it like I used to. I used to be look at it with fond eyes, like, oh, this is where Kodo fought. This is where a lot of great fights were. Now I look at it like, oh, man, disgusting what happened there. Brings me back, of course, to the Caesars Palace parking lots. We didn't have those kind of tragedies. We didn't have those kind of tragedies. And this is all, let me tell you what, this is all based on hate. The guy yesterday, he, he, he put this big manifesto up on the Internet, to, uh, I don't know, some, some, some website, and where he's hating immigrants and they're the invaders, this and that. And then he went and shot a bunch of Mexican nationals near the, near the border there. He drove all kinds of miles from Dallas, Texas, to be near the border to shoot Mexicans. I mean, this is, these are hate crimes, and guess what? The guy at the top, a lot of people think he's just saying, okay, go ahead, white people. Do whatever you want to these Mexicans. You can get away with it as long as I'm president. Now, I hate to say it, but a lot of people feel that way.
very sad stuff and it's sickening. And I was thinking about how hateful that crime was and just how someone could get in that mindset to do so is just absolutely not human. It's just so it's so radical. It's so bad. Terrible. Okay, let's switch gears. Let's talk about the UFC weekend. Of course, uh, speaking of Donald Trump, one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters, what is his name? Colby Covington or something like that? Is that his name? Colby Covington, yes. And, of course, he is now the UFC title holder, but he is, um, how can I put this, in Donald Trump's Donald Trump's right hand. Because bottom line is I saw a picture of him with Donald Trump like a couple hours after the fight. Yeah, yeah, he's apparently uh, in the Trump's in the stable, in the camp of Colby Covington. <laughs> who uh, beat Robbie Lawler last night by unanimous decision in a decent welterweight fight. But that card was kind of lackluster last night. I'm looking forward to what do we got? The UFC, what is it, 241 next week? Yeah, but let's go, let's go back to Covington versus Lawler for a second. Lawler probably didn't, oh, okay. <clears throat> Lawler probably shouldn't have got past that Ben Askin fight. That was a bit, 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 bit questionable there. And of course, you know, he's just, he's just not the fighter he once was. The real fighter, I think, in in the UFC's mind, and I think they're going to blowball him and try to do everything they can to uh, dissuade him from greatness, is Jorge Masvidal. I'm telling you, I could, I think mm-hmm. he's too big for Dana, and Dana will just say, you know what, man, I don't like your personality. I'm going to do to you what I did to, to Chris Cyborg Santos. I agree. They want him to be big, but when they grow that huge personality, they don't want him too big, Pedro, where they start to out, you know, hype the company because Masvidal's got that big personality he said he's not good at promos he's amazing at promos you know he's the type of guy that could take the show on the road and the ufc wants to make you famous they want to make their money they don't want to make you too famous well you know he does the best promos i mean he just does he finished ben Askren thing and what do you say you're welcome for finishing that dude i mean come on man this is one of the best promos in all of uh, of mma in fact he should be on pro wrestling you're so good with those promos amazing i'm a big fan of the promo when he tells him because he's a bum and, you know, thank you. You guys are welcome for me finishing this kid. I mean, that's just tremendous stuff. What great heel. Okay. The rest of that card probably was lackluster when you got Jim Miller, the lightweight, ancient Jim Miller. It's got to be a 99 going on 105 in the co-feature taking on equally as old Clay Guida. But looking at the future of the UFC before we go to the break here, of course, the big fight coming up for the UFC heavyweight championship. Stip Miocic, will he be able to turn back Daniel Cormier's uh, heavyweight punch this time? I don't know. Cormier knocked him out in the first, but I am looking forward to this one. I want to see a nice exchange of hands between these two gentlemen. Anthony Pettis and the always uh, entertaining Nate Diaz. Nate the Mouth Diaz. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> That's all you're going to say. It's going to be a good one. Yo Romero and Pablo Costa, of course, as the co-feature. And Gabriel Benitez versus Sodig Youssef. That's part of the fight car, UFC 241, of course. Coming to you from the Honda Center, Anaheim, California, August 17th. Check it out. The World Heavyweight Championship. I'm talking about Stip Miocic challenging again Daniel Cormier, the man that knocked him out, bang, in the blink of an eye the last time. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. I guarantee you there's no problem. Now, let's listen. 
Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4 connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair no snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, forhims.com slash wrestling. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Here, Wow. I, I guess there is. You can look at it this way. Hey, Johnny, check this out. Girl says to me, I guess your name is a girl because it's Jackie I.E. Um, <clears throat> sounds like my daughter. Anyway, bottom line, she says, the reason why they didn't want to give, they said that Chris Cyborg Santos didn't want the rematch was that they wanted her to extend that one fight left in her contract. Once that contract, once that fight was done with Felicia Spencer, she had no marketing and, and, and no, uh, no negotiating value whatsoever. So that's why Dana White started a fight mm. with her and then kicked her out of the club. Wow. I mean, that might be the case. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very valid point being made there of information. 
I, I can't see how she could totally lose her value. I mean, it was her first loss in a while. Ever. Yeah, she got starched by Ever. Nunes. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, of course, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's ever happened, right? So if you look at it like that, I mean, you can't just write someone off after one, especially in MMA. You know, that doesn't usually happen. Well, but the bottom line was when Dana White said she didn't want the rematch, she was afraid of the rematch, just that Chris bit her tongue. And she said, look, I'm not afraid of this. I'm not, I want this rematch more than anything else. And she wanted a rematch even before the Spencer fight. But they made her take the Spencer fight, get this, in order to, to use up the last option of her contract. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, they weren't obligated to her anymore. They could tell her, guess what? You're a free agent. Go, go, go hit the ramp, tramp. That's what it sounds like, you know, and. I kind of like the fact that she didn't go into an immediate with Nunez, but maybe we don't see it now because she is withdrawn from the UFC. But, yeah. Andy Ruiz, current world heavyweight champion, ranked number 13 by the box rec computer, of course, 33-1. and one. Uh, What can I say? Slick destroyed Anthony Joshua, just destroyed him. Of course, Joshua coming in at 40-0. and 0. Well, not 40-0. and 22-0, uh, but now 22-1. and 1. The man at 41-0 and 0 with a draw, of course, is Deontay Wilder. And the real man in the spot spotlight, I think, is the linear champion. The man people really don't want to talk too much about is 28-0. I'm talking about Tyson Fury. But the other two guys, the B and the C guy, I'm talking about Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilder who hooked it up the other day. Check it out. Well, the two baddest boxers on the planet, uh, as we welcome Andy Ruiz Jr. here with our Deontay Wilder, uh, the second best heavyweight in the world. You'll accept that for the moment, right, since we're sitting. Now, if he wasn't here, I might call you the best, but I don't want any trouble. Uh, nice no. to have you here. Congratulations. Hey, thank the year. you, man. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And, you know, being right here with uh, the, another world champion, it's, it's a blessing. Your uh, your upset of uh, of Anthony Joshua. How has your life changed since then? You know what? It changed a lot. Not just for me, but for my kids, my family. Get to help my family out, and you know, it's just a big blessing. I thank God every minute of this of this moment. You, you had a lot more primos, didn't you? A lot more primos come to the house. A lot of primos, deals, deals, everything. A lot of Snickers. A lot of Snickers. Yes. Um, we're still working on, on <laughs> something that, there. We hope. Yeah. Gotta okay. get that deal now. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. What's the first thing you went out and did? Either bought or celebrated? Uh, because you know every... what? The, the first thing that I did with the money, I bought my mom her dream car. I bought her, her first car. Oh, that's so great. I, I owe her a lot more. So, right. yeah. but that was the first thing that I bought. The main thing, the main thing about it, since you brought up your mother, one thing that I always stick with me, what you said in your post press conference, you said, "Mama, we ain't got to." No more. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And that touched my heart because, God, you know what right. I mean? I know how it is, especially as fighters. This is the moment in time that we fight for, this opportunity to change our family lives for the rest of their lives. Yeah. You know, so congratulations, man. No, and you, man. It was a very emotional moment. There were a lot of underdogs uh, across the world that, that were happy for you, that could relate. Did you feel that you were carrying more than just your own story into this upset? Yeah, of course. You know, everyone's been underestimating me since the beginning, man. You know what? I kind of used all that um, negativity into positivity, so I just I used it as motivation, and it worked out perfectly. And we're awaiting official word on on the uh, announcement of the rematch. Is there any update that you can tell us? We're, we're still in negotiations right now. They're trying to make us go over there, but we're trying to we're trying to make it back over here in New York City. So I think I'll be more comfortable there, and we can run it back. Yeah, you got you got a little clout there now. You can bring yeah, it back yeah. to the states. You know, no, Andy. Talk. I said rematch. I think you're going to win the rematch. I think you got his number. I don't think that was a fluke. You could fight. We've seen that before. Then we 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 control everyone. You and this man next to you got to get go for that in the spirit. 
Gotcha. Almost that, You got to be at that speed. And I mean, you're both gentlemen. You're sitting there, and I really admire both what you accomplished. But you got to have that one in the wheelchair. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, I, I think it's been this way for a long time since Lennox Lewis, you know, that's what, 2004? Yep. I think yep. since it's been a, 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 a undisputed. undisputed. You know, it's undisputed, undefeated, unified, heavyweight champ. Man, that shit sounds, I'm sorry, it sounds great. That sounds good. That sounds nice. And, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that, you know, what you did, you brought a different type of energy to the heavyweight division. You brought a new face. You know, they had three dragons and stuff. And, and to come in where people doubted you, you know, because they, they had less um, information about you. Yeah. And you go do the, the unexpected and, and just... Just change it all up, man. man it's, it, I'm laughing right now because it's all so believing, funny. you know, believing man, and what I say, and speaking, believing, receiving. Speaking, yeah. well, believing, and receiving. Well, Andy, the first time I saw you, everyone told me, man, you got to watch Andy. And what they said is, that's hand speed. That's some of the fastest hands. And I got to say, I truly believe you got some of the fastest hands since Mike Dyson. Mike fight to me. What Mike so great was, not only he punched so hard, which he could, he was so strong, which he was, but his hand speed, he hit you guys four, five, six, seven times before guys knew what the heck was happening. You got hand speed like that. And I'm telling you, that's a big key to your success. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and, and you're looking for a fight with him at some point. Yeah. How do you have people that'll set that up? But yeah, of course. You know, we, me and him, we're, we're in the same team. That right. like how BBC. I see it. So, um, you know, I just got to take take business. Um, I got to get uh, Anthony Joshua. I got to beat him, and then we'll move on to okay. the next. Okay, so we'll be counting. We'll be watching that closely. Yeah. All right, so I know that you, you picked. Uh, who'd you pick in the, in the Pacquiao, the fight coming up tonight with Thurman and Pacquiao? Um, I'm going for Pacquiao. You know, I knew Pacquiao since the beginning of my career, so I'm going for him. And, and just more experience other than he's a guy I think you're he, for? He's more experienced, but don't get me wrong. Uh, Keith Thurman's a really dangerous guy, yeah. you know. He hits hard. He's fast, and if he moves around, um, he gets him with the counter punch. Who knows? Yeah, Anything yeah. could happen. Yeah. And you you trained with Freddie Roach, right? There, there was some was some yeah, time with Freddie, with Freddie who's in, in in Manny's corner, and that's a real advantage. Uh, you got we guys give us just like a little stare down here for a moment, just for fun. Uh, come on, it's, 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 this is this is good. know what it's about. This is good TV. One of the color commentators there, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Of course, Youngstown, Ohio's father was a boxer, and his father got his career cut short, I think, by World War II. But, you know, he following his father's footsteps was such a, a great Cinderella type of story, man. It just was. He was a matinee idol. It was probably the last matinee idol of, of, of modern television here as far as U.S. and network TV was concerned. But Ray Boom Boom Mancini, I remember doing his final fight in uh, Reno, Nevada against Greg Haugen. And uh, Al Bernstein coming to me before the final round and saying to me, well, Pedro, what do you, what do you think of uh, Ray's performance thus far? I said, oh, Ray should have stayed retired and listened to me. He's about to get knocked out, Al. And Al says, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he got knocked out. Al didn't say too much after that. We all, Al and I only worked a couple of shows after that before Al's insecurity sort of took over. And that sort of eliminated me from the team. Speaking of team, let's bring my teammate, of course, a man from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm talking about Johnny Signorella. Who wins? Deontay Wilder or Andy Ruiz right now if they fight? Oh, the hand speed of Ruiz I like a lot. The punch and power Deontay. Right now, I'm going to lean towards Deontay Wilder. Me too. I, I think he can land that right-hand bomb at some point. Andy throws a lot of punches. You know, Deontay could take really good. He's going to have to adjust to the hand speed and the amount of punch 
punches that Ruiz throws, but I think eventually Deontay will catch him. Is Anthony Joshua a puncher, or is Anthony Joshua a guy that was in the right spot at the right time and guys fell? You know, for me, Joshua was a guy that could do everything pretty good except take it. We just talked about insecurity and confidence, and I think that's going to play into his career moving forward for Mr. Joshua because he didn't look good. The body language did not look good in that first fight, especially towards the end of that fight. And I think Ruiz has a style that in the rematch could beat him easily, even more easy this time because of maybe insecurities that Joshua will have going into that fight and because Andy Ruiz's style of throwing punches and bunches and going for the kill when necessary. And he had that queer look on his face. I'm not talking about Jim Neighbors or Gomer Pyle queer. I'm talking about he just didn't know where he was. It was weird what he was doing even before the fight. And I was watching it with a bunch of people. I'm like, what's going on with Joshua right now, man? He looks like he's on coke or something because he was messing with his jaw a lot. And I know that some fighters like to stretch the jaw out. But yeah. he was chewing on his mouthpiece That's and blinking. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a Coke thing. That's a Coke he, thing. Yeah. So he's blinking his eyes and looking around the arena. Like I'm like, I'm like, his body language is, is off. And then he gets into the fight and then drops Ruiz in the third round. It kind of started to looking like, you know, the Joshua we expected to see in this fight. But, you know, he went for broke. And uh, Andrew Ruiz got stones, man. He's got courage. He's a fighter. And he let his hands go. And that was the story. And that was the wrap on that one. Um, I would like to see him and Deontay, meaning Andy Ruiz, they're both promoted by PBC Outfit. However, Deontay's got an assignment probably uh, about to be announced for November in Luis Ortiz Part 2. Ortiz might be 137 years old, but he still can punch. Good point. No doubt about it. Johnny Sig's on the line, of course, from Las Vegas out of the Skype, folks. This is the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We air this show every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's at 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Force. And then where I can keep going and going and going. But the bottom line is Johnny's got it going on at YouTube.com. We'll get to that in just a second. Now, what I want to ask about is the lighter weight fighters. Mr. Lomachenko's coming back against Mr. Campbell. Campbell's a six-footer. Mr. Teofimo Lopez didn't look so good against a six-footer a fortnight ago. Do we see the same thing, or is Lomachenko in a different level than Teofimo? Loma's at a different level, uh, plus the fighter he's facing is decent, but he doesn't really, in my opinion, Campbell doesn't oppose much threat, and Lomachenko's great at angles and hand speed. So he could create you know, the distance he needs to get, even though he's facing a taller man. He could create his own distance with his own tricks and separate that distance rather easily, I believe. Leo Santa Cruz, say what you want about him. He's a great fighter as far as the numbers are concerned, man. I mean, you look at his record, he's like 36-1 and one with 19 KOs. Of course, that one decision to uh, Carl Frampton, and Frampton came alive, he came back and beat Frampton. Those were two close fights for Mr. Frampton, the aforementioned Mr. Frampton. Had he stayed at 122, I think he'd have been a little bit more successful. But now, let's talk 122 for just a second. Besides Mr. Navarrete, who else is at 122? I like Ray Vargas. I think he's a very good fighter there. Wow, I do Kiyoki. too. Yeah. Tamioko Kamita, a very good Japanese fighter down there. Luis Neri, you know. And we got guys, you know, like TJ Dehuni that's still floating around. So we see what we get down there. But I, I do like these weight classes down below 140 pounds now for me. They've become very interesting. Question for Johnny Sig. If a guy tests positive for steroids one time, should he be banned by that point in there? Or, or should he be given a one-time pass like Pedro says? 
one-time pass, you know, because oh. sometimes you could have some people around you that are corrupt and putting things in your body or going to GNC and getting something. So we'll give you the benefit of the doubt once, but then you have to hire people around you to make sure that doesn't happen again. Because again, guys, we're not hitting baseballs, we're hitting heads. You know what Dr. Margaret Goodman told me? She's pretty big on WADA and VADA and all that kind of good stuff out of Las Vegas, former Las Vegas uh, Athletic Commission doctor. She told me that when you take these steroids, it's sort of like having a volcano go off inside your body and you know it. Yeah, and you know, you get uh, better recovery in, in, in addition to those things. And obviously, each designer drug has its own benefits, but the explosiveness and, and the power and the ability to train harder and grow your muscles for strength and stamina. Any word on the Dillion White thing as far as he being dirty twice and in change on that? You know, it's all over the place. I'm reading mixed reports, but it does seem like the uh, the tests were, in fact, they're, they're still standing. He, he did, in fact, test for uh, steroids twice. So he's a creep. Oh, absolutely. It's terrible. There's a whole other glove issue there, too, we can talk about next week. No, I'll tell you back. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, take about, we'll talk about that in the close. Still to come on the uh, Sports Byline Broadcasting with Short Clothes Horse. This is the Sports Byline Broadcasting. We're talking mixed martial arts, baby. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Dave's not here. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let those horns blow just for a minute. Yeah, 1995 version of the Mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. Johnny Sig, what's up with those gloves? What, Dillian White's more than a piece of work for the steroids? Yeah, apparently the gloves they agreed upon, they changed Dillian White's camp last minute, gave him different gloves, and then Rebus's camp had heard about this, and they demanded to see the gloves and inspect them. They were declined. Also, after the fight, declined to inspect the gloves after the fight. So allegedly, not only were there steroid testing for positive results, there was also uh, some glove corruption over in the U.K. So what you're trying to tell me then, that Barry Hearn is a piece of spit, and spit is spelled with an H. I tell you what, man, I don't blame. Can you blame Andy Ruiz for not wanting to go out there to face Anthony Joshua? I mean, these guys could pass, fail drug tests and get in the ring and also go there with potentially loaded suspect gloves. Barry Hearn. I'm not. I'm asking you to pass opinion here on Barry Hearn. Oh, I, I think it's terrible, in my opinion, if they're allowing that sort of thing, especially knowingly, obviously allowing it. Terrible. I mean, you, hey, wait, 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 wait. are you trying to are, are you trying to advocate for him and say that he didn't know these things? I mean, it's his ship. I would think he would have to know these certain things, so that makes him a scumbag if he, he does. He, he's a scumbag. There's no doubt about it. I, I wanted you to say it. I didn't want to say it, Johnny Singh. <laughs> Johnny Singh, tell them about that Ring Ting, Ring Talk YouTube page, brother. Hey, hey, guys, type in Ring Talk Worldwide, and you can see today's show, hear today's show, and much other content. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your Sunday. The great Johnny Signorello. Say hello to the old lady and the kid, John. Will do, Pedro. Thank you for having me on. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, an hour on Saturday, two hours on Sunday. Of course, I also host No Holds Bar, which features a Pro Wrestling Audio Magazine every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The executive producer of Sports Byline and Ring Talk Live Worldwide since 2006, the incomparable Scott Cuddy. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect from the folks here at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. (laughs) 